Rumble Road Volume, yeah. Minus Joe today, but we have me, the We have a soundboard. Hello there. <laughs> this is going to be so scoffed. Oh, we replaced Joe with a soundboard. We should get a soundboard that like lets you record things. We just record Joe like occasionally. Nice. So when he doesn't turn up, we just use the soundboard as Joe and just act like he's still here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna record all of Joe's phrases. What what are some classic Joe phrases? You've got um, you got I'm sorry. What? That's what he says a lot. Um, yeah. I'll just I'll just soundboard him. Um, blowing his nose he does that at least yeah. once an episode but basically <laughs> joe messages last night saying oh yeah i can't make it tonight so like okay we'll record it in the morning then and he just still hasn't showed up so yeah. so yeah so you just got us us great um My yeah. oh, i'm so tired as well Finally, spent all of yesterday finishing off my um, third piece of coursework. So that's done now. All three pieces are done. Uh, where is it? Here we go. Um, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. I don't know how long this goes off for. Thank you. Please stop. I don't have to do this stuff. Okay, right there you go. Let's stop. (laughs) (laughs) Just a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh podcast, just playing it. No one can actually see what's going on. So basically, finally got my coursework done, right? And do you know when, like, okay, so we had to do two um, essays on the coronavirus, right? I am so fed up of fucking talking about the coronavirus, (laughs) like. Yeah, it's all right when you go out and people are like, "Oh, the virus and all this stuff," and now I've got to fucking write essays about it. Like, oh, how how is it affected public finance? And I'm just sorry. And then my other one was how it affected international trade, and I'm just bloody writing all these bloody essays about COVID. Uh, this is like this is my um. history. You don't have to write about anything modern. <laughs> yeah, but in like thirty years they might. Also, what do you think of the coronavirus? But yeah, um, when we did our exams in December, I had another question on the coronavirus back then. So it's like, the problem is, is it's a love-hate relationship because I hate having to write about it, but it's really easy to write about. <laughs> like, it is... Oh. It's affected the world economy and made it stop. <laughs> it just stopped. <laughs> <clears throat> just a one-word answer. No. No. <laughs> But, like, I'm just I'm just so glad I got all three pieces of my course done. Now I've got, literally, um, two exams to do next week. And then I'm finished. Oh. That's that's nine grand spent well, only studying from, basically, October to May. Bruh, I, I've spent about... Well, I will spend about six grand on accommodation that I've been in for a week. <laughs> you were such an you, you literally chose the worst time to do the whole yeah live at uni but come back in the weekend yeah uh, like oh it'll be fine it was like oh I guessed it won't so yeah my oh, oh well it's fucking bonk. yeah bonk. <laughs> you're an idiot you literally went to fucking uni for one week but to be fair, though, you would have literally just been stuck in the fucking most disgusting accommodation for a year. There's <laughs> Not actually going in. From Thailand. And they spent about, I think, like six months stuck in their room. And then went back to Thailand. And when they got back to Thailand, they had to spend like three weeks in a hotel. Oh, before God. they could actually go home. Oh, no. Yeah, it's mild oof. 
I mean, in that regard, I am better because all I need to do is catch a train. Yeah, which it'll be okay once you're actually allowed to go. Yeah. It's literally I mean, none of... Face to face, I'm just commuting. It's... None of the economics department has literally been to the uni. <laughs> it's just everyone living in their accommodation doing it online. So I'm kind of glad I just stayed at home. At least I can go to work. I mean, isn't your uni quite close as well? Yeah, it's about like half an hour on the train. Uh, better than mine. And then I got, and then I, and then I got people going like, "Oh, why don't you just move to uni?" I'm like, "Well, hold on a minute. Why am I gonna spend? Like, I know it's like all the experience of like, but I just couldn't give a shit. I don't talk to people anyway. And <laughs> <I'm> literally, <laughs> literally, last it's like, am I really gonna go spend six grand on a?" literal box room with like a single bed and a chair and that's it when yeah. i can just pay absolute when i can play absolutely nothing and live in my own house <laughs> yeah and where i don't have to pay like a tenner to fucking put on the washing machine yeah right. and and my parents cook me all the food i don't have to do anything <laughs> If I want the food, I make food that I want. Don't have to cook food. Oh, I just let the parents cook for me. I don't have to like worry about people stealing my food. Mm. But to be fair, I am cooking noodles for lunch. Oh, I I also had noodles. Like I had noodles yesterday. I've still mm. got tons of pot noodles in my room. Now, uh, see, I I don't get pot noodles. I've got um. When you, I think from like Tesco or something, you basically just put them in a pan with some water and you boil oh, them essentially. Noodles. Uh, yeah, yeah, sort of like them, yeah, but like the Tesco own brand ones. They're actually really they're, they're, they make a banging sandwich. I'm sorry if you don't put noodles in a sandwich, you're missing out. See, I was about to say what the fuck, but then I remembered I used to do that. Yeah, so I'm cooking, cooking that. Oh, I'd say cooking. It's not really that hard, but you know, that's that's the most excitement I've got today. And then just dribbling. But like, also, it's like, oh, okay, I can move to this uni accommodation. But if I stay in my house, I literally have my fucking massive TV, my PlayStation, all of my other stuff, my computer, and everything. It's like I won't just be logging that to uni all the time. Yeah, I mean, I when I came back. Uh, I had to bring my computer back because the fucking accommodation was on lockdown. Yeah, it's it was a right pain. Right pain. I wouldn't just be transferring all like three of my guitars over to uni. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I have to go back for any amount of time, I'm taking my guitar and amp. So if people wake me up at six o'clock, I'm gonna turn the amp on, turn everything to the max, plug the guitar in, and just start. Like slapping it. Do you know what annoys me is you have a really nice guitar and you never use it. I mean, I want to use it. I just don't know where to start. I would like, honestly just—I'm so close to just coming to your house and stealing it. Bro, just teach me how to play. I, I might have to, yeah. I'll have to teach you how to play, and then I'll go. I have it, Finley. If you give me your guitar and I'll give you mine. No, you're not having it. It's, it's the precious. The the difference in weight between yours and mine is unbelievable. I, I think the yours best is... part of mine is if I let go of the neck, the neck just decides, oh yes, floor. Yeah, because your body is so heavy on it. The, no, the, the neck is so heavy and the body is so light, it just dips down. Yeah. Whereas mine's the complete opposite. My body is so fucking heavy on my uh, strap, my fake strap. <laughs> Bro, your fake strat weighs the same as the sun. It's fucking stupid how much it weighs sometimes. But it's alright, because we're, we're big, strong boys, so... Yeah, we, we, what are we getting ready for? Oh, white boy summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm loving my little soundboard. This is nice. Uh... I've, got, I've got loads of great things on here. Um... We've got, um, where is it? There we are. What Great is it, um, supine protoplasmic invertebrate jellies. All the Boris Johnson quotes on here, ready just to, to be deployed whenever.
when in doubt, deploy Boris. But yeah, no, <laughs> fucking <laughs> all the tweets that came out after Prince Philip dying were like, oh, it's a shame he's gonna miss on White Boy Summer. Bruh. Speaking of Prince Philip, um, they have commissioned a new um royal family yacht for like a lot. How much was it? Let me have a look. Probably a couple million. Royal family yacht. Uh, Prince Philip. Um, yes, Boris Johnson wants to build a new £278 million royal yacht named after Prince Philip. Yeah, you see, the problem there is we're in a global pandemic, so if he does that, people are going to crucify him for wasting money on a yacht rather than public health. So... How are they paying for this? Thanks. So our money, right, essentially, is being used so the Queen has a boat. Where's yeah. my boat? Where's my fucking boat? I want a boat. Finley, I... when I die, right, when I die, yeah, I'm gonna... I, want, I want you to get a £300 million yacht and name it the Lord Jacob. <laughs> No, I'd, I'd be dumb and, like, do what the Russians did and get a circular yacht. And then get, it would be a storm. Get a uh, rubber dinghy and name it after me and just <laughs> okay. jump off a waterfall and see if you can survive. God, I, I still... really want a Zodiac. Like, they're so incredibly useless. If you're like trying to use it as an actual boat, but I really want one. I still think one of the funniest things I've ever seen with a boat was is um there was an episode of The Apprentice like ages ago, and their task was they were split into boys and the girls, right? And their task was you had to go and find these items, and whoever could get all the items and spend the least won, basically. And one of the items was a boat. So one team goes and buys like a fucking expensive canoe, right? Does the other team model boat? The the boys team just go and buy like a boat one for like a fiver. See what they should have done is got a like ship in a bottle. <laughs> like a really No, bad... I think it had to be a boat that at least like one person could get in or something. Oh uh, just get a rubber ring. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. Why why are they spending so much on a fucking boat for an old lady, essentially? Where's my boat? That's what I say. Imagine. Right, so there's this podcast called I can't know, but they do it outside, right? What was if we just started doing ours just in a in a boat? For uh, the boat podcast. The boat podcast. the 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 um seven hundred days podcast which is going <laughs> quickly. Yeah, we'd have to come up with some good name. We'll we'll eventually we'll we'll make a shit name, call that the podcast, and then about thirty episodes in, go ah, we should have called it this. Yeah, that's us. That's us. Where the other day we're like, I really should have called it the podcast. We we should have called it the podcast. The podcast is a great name. Or the council, or anything other than this. Where. We realise we we don't do this on the road and our rambling is shit. Yeah. And half the time, like, half of aren't here. <laughs> yeah. We've had and we, uh, different, like, uh, fucking... Yeah. It's, oh, it's back yeah. to the original. It's back, it's back, it's back to the first episode where it was just me and you. Yeah. <laughs> there we, we go. We, we... Back on because Sam was funny. Oh Sam Sam is so Sam is so good at just talking. Yeah. Like he, he also he's also sent the meme where it's like um every podcast host looks like this and it's the fucking guy from Ratatouille and he literally looks like him. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, this is we're back to the original, just we've trimmed off all the excess that we don't need. The numerous amount of fourth co hosts we've had. 
<laughs> now we, we finally just got rid of Joe. Joe, Joe has been replaced by Soundboard. Soundboard. He is our permanent new um, new host, the Soundboard. He's to be honest, he probably um, at least we can like shut him up. <laughs> when we just he when he gets we're playing like any game or something, he just gets a bit annoying. Just like kick it to a different channel. Uh... Now. Um... Should we move on to 3am thoughts just quickly? Because I know this 3am thoughts is perfect for you, Finley. Um, you go, I got bored while I was waiting to go to work, and I quickly went on to Google Maps and tried to find the most dumbest names I could find and see. And I want you to rate them on a scale of 1 to 10 on how dumb they are. Okay. Okay, so we've got a page called Glossop, and next to it, you got Old Glossop. Thoughts. Uh, great name. Ten, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Okay. <laughs> um, we got one here. Ripperdon. Uh, kind of retarded. Like it. How many out of tens are you going for? Uh, that can get a seven. Backup. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's a good one. Uh. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. <laughs> Dumb fries. Ten out of ten. <laughs> New comop. Ten out of ten. And next to it, comop. I swear, like, old British town names are just terrible. <laughs> Bodmin. Bod- oh, and I've been Bodmin, I'm pretty sure. Is it is it nice? Well, Bodmin Moor, I think. You've got um Helen's Bridge. Oh yeah, that's Helen's Bridge. You know, she built it when she was. No, no, no. It's it's Hell and Bridge. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That that's the bridge to Hell and Cut Madoc. What what the fuck is Cut Madoc? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> That sounds Welsh. Um, Boda kick. What the fuck even are these? I swear Englanders are the dumbest fucking sounding names. I mean, you could always, like, head on over to Batman Turkey. <laughs> Got a place called Mount uh, Ham. Austria. Mount Ham, where they Mount Ham. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's that's all I've got. They are more will be here next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, those be some good ones. Yeah, so if you're ever bored, just go on to England and just find the dumbest place you can. I mean, there, there's one in Japan I quite like, which, like, the name translates to Battleship Island, but. Like, the full name is that word, island. So it's Battleship Island Island. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Do you want to go... Shall we go to Japan on holiday? We should go to Japan. Japan's cool. And film a podcast inside one of those little pods. The podcast. <laughs> the podcast. Uh... All of us just squeezed into one of them. Do you reckon, I reckon you can actually fit in one of them, Finley. No, I don't either. <laughs> Feet sticking out the end. Why is the door open? It's just... <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd fit. No, no. But it's like a nice place to go. We'll have to go next year. Yeah. I reckon said... it can't be that expensive. I don't know about that flight because it's basically the other side of the planet, so. Yeah, I suppose. Remember when we were planning to go on holiday and then everywhere just shut down? Yeah. Yeah, it was fun times. But to be fair, we were so bad at planning it. We're like, okay, we'll go do it this day and then, like, we just never did. Yeah. So. To be fair, because we would have messed up somehow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Been late. Missed the plane. Yeah, we'll just have to try and go next year. Because there's no chance there's there's no chance we're going this year. Yeah. 
I mean, I doubt we can go next year either. No, we should be able to go next year. Yeah. There are people going on holiday this year. I just don't think we have... It's just a bit too late to start planning it. It is more it's also, crazy. well, yeah, but then I suppose, like, if we start planning it early, we have enough time to save up. I mean, I still think it'd be fun to go to Germany and try get, like, a bloody exchange over there so that I can go to, like, uh, Nuremberg or somewhere like that. Because mm. the, the thing is, though, is this is the last year I'm going to holiday with my parents, so... Like next year, they were like, Hey, you just gotta go on your own. I was like, oh, Okay, so hopefully they will give me some money. Oh, I've nice. already said, Yeah, you're not coming on holiday with us anymore. Yeah, because it was meant to be the last one last year, but obviously it had to be moved to this year. So, uh, so it means, it means we can go on last holidays and record a podcast abroad. I still think we should go on a last holiday down to bloody like Portsmouth and go to the Tank Museum. No, what you're essentially saying is you just want to go to the Tank Museum. <laughs> yeah, I want to go to the Tank Museum again. The Tank Museum's great. How far away is Portsmouth? Where is it? Oh, uh, well, the Tank Museum's in Bovington. And... Where? What? Bovington? <laughs> yeah, Bovington. And when we went there, we stopped in Cornwall, I think. Oh, it's literally we down by Bournemouth. Away from Bovington. Oh it's, oh, it's pretty much, it's literally, yeah. It's quite yeah. the distance. Yeah, but it's worth it because for me, kind of, when, when I went now, I, I got so into it that I'm like lying on the floor like, yo, that's an escape hatch. I say we go on holiday to Grimsby. Shut up. <laughs> I refuse to go Grimsby, I refuse to go Scunthorpe. I, I think, anyway, this year we might be going back to um, where we went last year, in summer. Go, be... go, 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 go play golf again. I love... Doing golf. I love how last minute that fucking was, was. We literally, the day before, like, oh yeah, let's go tomorrow, so we just get the trade tickets. And then as we're sat in the spoon, like, should we still play golf? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we go, I do think we should book in to get in the Maritime Museum because I can use it for my course. Yeah, the problem was is because we did the last minute, we didn't actually be able to get into anywhere, and most of it was shut yeah. as well. You had to book like the day before all them. Yeah. Funny Romy. I think this time we'll have to plan more, and then obviously when we go on holiday the year after it is happening, I'm willing it into existence. We'll have to do a lot more planning. It it's all will that's going to make it happen. We're just going to think, like, we're going to get enough people to think it will happen, and it will just happen because of that. Yeah, I think the problem was, is there's a lot, is when we tried to book it, um, or we were, like, planning it, it was a lot of people like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to come or not, and that's the reason why I just sort of got, like, cancelled before yeah. it even got started, because it was like, it's like, oh, this person was like, yeah, I might come. And it's like, well, we can't book anything if it's a might. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know if we're going to have the money time. But now everyone's got jobs and stuff. I think it should be fairly easier, but... Well, you say everyone. Joe doesn't. Yeah, but Joe's rich. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much everyone else has, though. And if we do go back to where we went last year, the trains are cheap. Especially oh, if, you cheap. if you get a rail card, it's like 11 quid for a return. It's great. Mm. Compared oh. to London, where it's like, ah, yes... Uh, return that'll be 145, please. Or you could do what our friend did, which we're not going to mention any names, and it's definitely not me or Finley did this. Where basically, because no one came to check the tickets, he just asked for a refund and just said he didn't go on the train. Bruh, <laughs> he just got him his money back. IQ move. The problem is, they do actually, Avanti actually checked them because every time I've been on a train. Um, like the Avanti ticket people are like, mm, yeah, uh, tickets please, and you're like, get up the email and show them the barcode. Well, the best part was is when we had the whole carriage to ourselves. Oh, that was great. But, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was off peak, though. Yeah, 
People are at I work. Just, no one uses I, I just love the bit where we were standing there and we were on the right platform. And Joe goes swelling was like, oh, it's on the other one. So they run over and we're just still on this one. And the train comes up and we see them on the other side. We're like, no, it's, it's this train's this train. So they have to like run over. Yeah, that was a mess. I don't know why they <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be over here. Yeah. It, it was a bit dumb. They were. Wrong. Wrong. You've got too much power there. I have too much power. Uh, how did we get onto this topic? We were on about free um thoughts, and then went on about like oh, it's dumb places, and we just uh, talk about holidays and shit. Free podcast. I uh, should we get back on topic to the main thing that we're doing this episode? I think. <laughs> We have stopped working. Yes. Um, to be fair, I haven't made any notes, so all, it is going to be a lot of ramble. This is... Yeah. It's sort of taking it back to our... Um, remember when we just recorded a podcast that didn't record properly? Uh, just all about the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> oh, that was tragic. That was so tragic. But yeah, we're going to talk about season one of Invincible, aren't we? Yes, because season two and three have been confirmed. Yes, I was going to say that, yeah. They've confirmed for two more seasons. And there's a live-action movie coming out. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. But it's not going to be connected. The problem is, is I don't think it will work as a film. Yeah, you can't get as... Well, I was going to say, you can't get as violent, but most films never go that far. No, I don't think you can get as violent as they've been able to do in the show, because... You see, you see a lot of people comparing it to the boys due to the violence, right? But I think I saw people saying that, like, well, you can do more sort of violence in animation that you can't essentially do with live action. Yeah, like, or she go for a train. Yeah, I mean, you could try and make it look good in um, live action, but it's just going to be a lot more difficult. And I think comparing it to the boys, the only thing that I would say is is obviously the violence, but I don't think it's that similar to the boys because they've got very different feels like the boys is yes this is a bad world superheroes are bad we're going to kill them all and it's this dark take on it but whereas invincible is the on the outside very bad but there is yeah. like external forces at play yeah and it's more it's a lot sort like of like Cecil though who like kind of bends a lot well I think there's a quote in the comic that he's like belief comes from, which is you can either be the good guy or the guy that saves the world. And yeah, it does, he it, does a, it does a good job at morality, whereas the boys is just like, oh, everyone's evil, really. No one is truly good. Whereas with Invincible, there are characters who are trying to do good, and I think there's it's a lot more not like essentially light-hearted, but it's not as dark as what the boys would go to. If you sort of get me, like, there's an episode where they just go to college. Yeah. To see what it's like. Like, there's a lot more... It's a lot... It's a lot it, nicely it, presented. Like, the old school, like, sort of generic superhero thing. Yeah, it, it's... it's... Like, the first episode as well. The first episode is basically, like, the Spider-Man story of... Oh, wow. Yeah, literally, uh, that's what I could... I would say, imagine if... Until the end. Yeah, it's like if Spider-Man just became, like... If it was like a normal Spider-Man, and then at the end it just got really brutal. <laughs> That's the best way I could describe it. But like, has J.K. Simmons in it as well. Yeah, I think obviously with the animation style, it sort of tent lends itself well to that whole like, oh, it's nice on the surface, but if you delve into it, it's darker. Yeah, it has like the sort of DC-esque animation style, especially it's... with the opening scene, where their version of the Justice League basically saved the White House. It's yeah. very much set up to be like, oh, it's just your normal, light-hearted, easy-to-watch cartoon until the post credit scene, which is literally 10 minutes long. Is it actually post credits? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, it is post credits. yeah, because the episode ends, and it has the credits. Oh, and then um, it has like, uh, the shots of like each of the superheroes doing their thing, and then they all get like their call to the... The call, and then, yeah. 
uh, and then they're like, wait, who called us? And then fucking Omni-Man does the thing. Because mm. See, when you compare it to something like The Boys, is, The Boys is dark and just gets darker, essentially, is what happens in The Boys. But with this, it's light. It's like light-hearted and fun, and then it gets dark, and then it goes back. I think it plays well with the concept more than I think The Boys does, whereas The Boys is just straight, everything's shit. This is like, no, there are good things that could happen, but there's a lot of this bad shit going on in the background. Yeah, I mean, they both do have sort of things with, like, um, they play with the psychology of the characters. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, morality questions and stuff. his powers, he gets, like, well, he basically fucking winds up grabbing that old lady and she's just fucking dead. And he has, like, a breakdown, but as time goes on, he gets, like, more used to it, I guess. Oh, um, yeah, because literally, like, they, they, they even treat, like, what I think it might be in the second episode, when it's, like, his first sort of, like, proper mission sort of thing. And it's treated as, like, this, oh, like, oh, it's great fun, he's coming down, he's doing his, like, quips and stuff. And then hundreds of people just start dying. Yeah. Like, it does a really good job at showing you, like, what you would think would happen if you are a superhero versus what would actually happen. Like, yeah. you think it's, like, oh, this really cool thing. When you actually get there, there's just loads of people dying. And I think they do a really good job of that in the last episode when he's, like, holding the building up and he's holding he's holding the woman by the arm. Yeah, and then at the end, it's just an arm. It's just the arm because the whole building collapses. Yeah. And, then... and it's, like... That last episode did so it was so good. Like like the way you could just see Mark just continually just breaking down during that entire fight as he's literally led to more and more people dying. Like the fucking bit in the subway where he just gets pushed through a train of people and because he's like stronger than all of them, they all just get torn to shreds. Yeah. And obviously like, the character Omni-Man's really well-written, because, like, that flashback on the last episode, and then he looks down and he realises what he's actually doing, and he's basically yeah. down and just fucking dips. Like, you can see the, the there's, like, he's evil, but he's got... It's not so much... He's, he's like... He's what he's, like... like got a job to do, but at the yeah, same he's like, time, it goes against everything else that he's built up. Like, is, he's, he's, he's an alien. He's like, I would say he's like 90% alien and dedicated to what he's doing, but those 17 years with the family yeah, has sort of led him to become more human, but obviously I know where certain things go in the comics and well, <laughs> but I don't want to spoil anything, but like... Yeah, don't spoil he, it's good. Yeah, he essentially he was just beating him up the entire time, but then there was that one bit where he got the flashback and he was like, no, and he just like got leaves. But that was fucking brutal anyway. Yeah. And the fucking memes that come out of it. <laughs> Mark, you need to understand, Mark. Yeah, I've seen so many of them. And I think, and obviously we talk about like his character arc and I uh, watched a video and someone pointing out this like really cool detail where his in the first sort of episode, he's like walking around the house normally, and he's like trying to fit in. But as the series progresses, he starts just floating instead of walking because he's like he's coming to realize that he's like above humans. He doesn't actually have to care anymore, which I think is just like it's like a, it's a cool. De- and like at the end, Mark just starts floating in the house. He isn't like walking about. Yeah. And uh, one thing I do want to point out with episode one is is I'm kind of really glad they did the post credit scene in the first episode because I think it comes a lot later in the comic and they don't yeah. know who did it. Mark actually, in the comic, has a like run-in with the Guardians, I think. So he's already, a, like, I get, what's the word I'm after? Like Established in, in the universe. Established hero at that point. When he has yeah. with the Guardians, like the I think it, I think if they did that, it wouldn't. Yeah, I well, don't think the show would have kicked off as well as it did. Like, because I think I would have got if the if the first episode had ended at the end before the post credit scene. I think a lot of people would have just gone, "Oh, this is just a standard 
yeah, it, the first episode is built up to be like the generic standard thing until the end. It, it, it's meant to like be such a shocking reveal. The, it, it's the hook. It's what gets you involved in the series because you're like wondering why this has happened. Yeah. And I think it, I have to say, it does, really does a good job at balancing like the norms of trying to be a human and live in this superhero world with also a lot of the dark stuff and how the government gets involved and all these different parties that play. I think it does that really well. Yeah, I mean, um, in the end credits scene, well, you see it in episode seven and the end credits for episode eight, like the government's involvement again with Cecil. He's took the guy that gets beat up in episodes. Was it six or five? Six, yeah. He takes the villain from episode six and like hires him. Is him basically because he because that he can use his like his technology to try and protect people by using corpses. I think I think I think Cecil is one of the most interesting characters in the show. Yeah, De- because like he's clearly. He's clearly trying to do what's good, but he can't do what's good with actually being good. He he does what's right in the sense that he protects people, but it's not morally right. He does everything no. he can to save the planet, no matter what yeah. that means. And it, it's kind of weird, because in the comic, he doesn't show up at all early on. He, I think, when does he show up in the comic? It's Far later, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so, I think they've done a good job at bringing a lot of stuff forward. Like job at bringing him in as a character. Yeah, I think bringing a lot of the main stuff forward to help keep people on board with it, I think, is a good idea. So I think with with something like with how quick like media is these days, you've got to grab people's attention straight away, really, haven't you? Because yeah. if you leave it to people, are just gonna just tune out. You want. Yeah like get people invested yeah and I, I think Cecil is such an interesting character especially when you have like his relationship with like his um what's the fucking guy's name um it Duncan? Is no I'm sure it's Donald Donald yeah his relationship with Donald and you can like clearly see that he actually cares for people yeah and, like when you see like his relationship with um What's the mum? The mum, uh, um, Debbie. Debbie, yeah. You can see, like, he actually truly does care for people like Debbie and Mark, and like he is trying to do the right thing, but he just there's no way he can do it morally. Yeah, there's like no moral way of doing it because of all the stuff that they know he's done. He can never be the moral good guy. Yeah, he is like the good guy. You know, it's awkward to explain, but. That's just because he's really well done. Mm. Like, I feel like everyone has such unique characters and such, like, a unique arc that they go through. Like, each character has their own sort of, like, struggle. Like, you've got um, Mark, obviously, coming to terms with being a hero. You've got Debbie coming to terms with her husband being a murderer. Uh, You've got the whole thing with Eve and her family and, like... Uh, all the stuff with the new guardians having to sort of like grow up and take on the responsibility. Take a massive like void effectively. They need to fill that somehow. Yeah. It's like if um, all the Avengers fucking died and then like you have to replace them with like the most fucking D list superheroes ever. You, you need to find the thing what it is. fill that void. Yeah. Which will become. Because I know what happens in the comic, it, it that like sort of point that they're basically filling a gap does come up. Because obviously, yeah. audience have been doing it for ages. They actually knew what they were doing, whereas the new ones are kind of not as good at it. And that's so well represented with um, the last bit of the blood on the wall from the guardians, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, that's not going into you, earn it." Yeah, I mean, it's actually kind of weird, like, how they've done the new Guardians, because one, in the comic, Black Samson's in a coma for, I'm not sure how long, or if he even comes out of it, but after, like, the fight with, um, 
bloody battle beast in like machine heads office basically he's in a coma and there's another hero that isn't even in the show that gets injured as well yeah so, but they sort of replaced that with monster girl didn't they they were both sort of in a coma I and mean, they had it for like one episode where they were like sort of injured yeah and i know monster girls will become a really well done character later on if it's anything like the comic oh you can also you can already see it starting to happen with like her relationship with robot yeah because robot's an odd character as well robot i'm just saying our characters are well done yeah robot is such a depressing character in the fact that he's technically dead well it's weird because he's a clone of a, a different character with the mind of robot yeah, was... but it's but it's but it's not the mind of robot. It's a copy of robot's mind. So the original yeah. robot actually dies, so that the new one can live. Yeah. Such an interesting concept on the whole thing. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> shall we? No, you you go ahead. Oh, uh, they bring it all as if it's like a really sinister thing. What he's doing because of how yeah. they like do it, but That's then been... it's not. I spent all season like this guy. This guy's evil. And then he was like, "Oh, you just no, he's just alright." Live without constant agony. Yeah. And like, yeah, he does go a shady way around it. You see, like him taking like Rex's blood, and you're like, "Oh, this guy is, might be trying to clone Rex and like replace him or something." And then you just find out now he's actually just doing it just so he can have a better life. Yeah. I think, well, obviously with the animation, it's so hit and miss in certain places. Like, it seems like they put a lot of attention into the action scenes. Yeah, so and they it means... do on Frigadors, which is they spend most of their budget on the action, which means... Yeah, you can definitely see where, like, they've had to cut corners. There's, like, one scene where it's just a shot of Mark holding his hands on his face for, like, eight seconds. Yeah, and obviously there's some, like, bits of CG that like pretty obvious but again you can't really get around it the background shots yeah like, and it's stuff like when when they're animating um oh, red rush he's got like the fucking um original tron effect for his like speed lines where it's just solid red block like uh... <laughs> i think there's obviously a problem with like budget and time constraints and they've had to cut corners some places yeah but I do think there, as much as a great show as it was, I do think there was two episodes that sort of were like mm. put the pace back a bit and they weren't like the best, which is obviously the one where he goes to Mars. I think it set up an inter- interesting thing at the end, but... Yeah, it itself it, is kind of it, meh. Yeah, and Not- the thing at the end doesn't really come... doesn't really get resolved this season. It's something they set up for next season. Yeah, it's it's the big bad for like seasons to come effectively. Yeah, I think the thing was is they've done a lot of setup, and that's sort of getting a bit mixed in with the whole Omni Man thing. It's like the main focus is the Omni Man mystery, and also there's all this other stuff going on, but you don't have to worry about that until like a year's time. Yeah, it's a bit weirdly done. Yeah, and I think the episode at the college. Well, yes, it was sort of important was sort of just like you go yeah, from the high of episode five and how that ended and this is sort of like a very much like a um just sort of a nice chill ish sort of story yeah basically nothing comes from the episode before kind of, it's kind of yeah just... mark just sort of recovers and then it's mainly focusing on the recovery of uh monster girl and black samson yeah. But I don't really feel like that defeat sort of affected them too much. I kind of would have liked to see more from it. Like, yeah. it's like he's, he, he's just literally had his chest, like, ripped out and all this stuff. And then he's just going on a trip. Yeah, just going on a quick trip. So I think that, that one's a bit disappointing, but like, overall, I think, I think it, it, was, it was a solid season. 
Yeah, I mean, it's basically one of the only shows I've watched. <laughs> Especially yeah. new ones. Pretty sure new shows I have watched have been this, and then uh, Umbrella Academy while it was coming out. Yeah, I mean, so, I watched all of season two on one day, the day I released. I think I did as well. Yeah, we <laughs> were just watching it at the same time as a message, and like, oh, you see this? <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't wait for the next seasons. I hopefully they get to spend more time to animate and stuff. But obviously, we know where all the budget went into the yeah. fucking cast. And I think, I think they did. They they had a spectacular cast. I mean, J.K. Simmons just does such a great job. Simmons as Omni Man is just right because J.K. Simmons is Omni Man. They look he literally identical. just looked identical. Like oh, uh, back in the day, J.K. Simmons is Omni Man. I don't think there was any wrong casting choices at all. I still find it funny that Mr. Krabs is the demon. Yeah. But, you know, it's not bad. He does a good job. It's just funny that he's Mr. Krabs. I think that I would have liked to have seen him. I hope he comes back. I think um, in, in the comic, they do it completely differently, because rather than him getting exercise, he comes back and says, like, Omni-Man's the killer, after everyone already knows oh, yeah, it, yeah, so yeah. out of him. I, um, oh, I'll tell you what was a really good casting, is fucking Mark Hamill is just, like, the tailor. <laughs> He's in, like, two episodes. Yeah. Bro, his name's Art, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I think everyone just did a great job. Like, meant to be a reference to the guy that wrote Mouse. Hmm. But I I just think they... I just can't wait for the next season. Obviously, uh, Seth Rogen's in it. He he plays the little alien. Yeah, Seth Rogen is bloody Alan. That, yeah, works, you know, that actually works. I know, and, and it's mental, because Seth Rogen is producing the film. <laughs> Yo... So, I mean, I'm interested to see what the film does, but the problem is, is I think they should, did, if only they could bring over the voice actors into the live-action film. They just have J.K. Simmons as Omni-Man, they just make him both. But here's the thing I'm still worried about the film is, is, what are they, how much can they tell in the film? What is the film actually going to be about, though? See, that's, I don't know yet, I don't, it hasn't sort of been properly announced yet or anything. Well, like... I get, if I'm thinking about it, I guess I can kind of see a story that they could do, which is just basically one villain who comes mm. like later and like they could do him, probably. But I don't know like... if they're going to do it straight from the start and tell like, the origin of it again. Yeah, it would be odd. Because it's not connected to the TV show, it's its own separate thing. It would just be the origin, though. Like, the first sort of season, but like, Maybe narrow it down. But I really, I really don't know how you, it would have to literally open on the guardians being killed. But then, like, yeah, no one's it, gonna. But the problem is, what the show did good was, is it showed you why the guardians are important. Yeah. Like at the start, it shows you how they saved everyone, and then at the end, it shows you them all living their lives. Yeah. Like I just well, don't think you'd be able to condense the first season into. And they all die. Yeah, I really don't know how you can condense the first season into um. Like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Still think it's funny that one of the audiences is fish. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe the movie is just going to be him going to uh, college, <laughs> just for that episode, which is really long. Uh, who knows? I love how fucking Atom Eve is like one of the most powerful characters if they just use her properly. Bro, if you like ever look into her character further, she's genuinely brokenly overpowered. She's literally, she can literally just rewrite reality and all she does is make a door. <laughs> On a yeah. wall, that's all she does. Completely control atoms, which means she can control how they decay, which means she can control, like, uh, all the, like, laws of thermodynamics, which means she can control life. Literally, oh, she lives in a garden. She just doesn't do it. She lives in a rainforest and saves people. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't think this will be a spoiler. I'm pretty sure Cecil has something to do with her origin. 
think. But yeah, because it makes sense that Mark's a superhero because he's an alien, but how are these normal people just superheroes? I mean, I mean the Immortals is basically, I think, it's just a rip-off of Highlander's story, I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm like, made by oh, the government. Like tribesmen who becomes immortal somehow. Mm. Except, obviously, in America, and he's Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. I, I, I love I love the fact that they're like, oh yeah, this guy, yeah, he's just Lincoln. <laughs> I think um I think I'd give the show I think every episode was good apart from those two which were slightly slow, so I could only give it an eight out of ten. Yeah, it is I mean we we'd still say like watch it, it's great. Oh yeah, well, I'll definitely recommend it, even though we've spoiled everything. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've spoiled the. Sh- we should have put a spoiler warning. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you know, you should watch it yeah. before you come and listen. Uh, slightly late spoiler warning. Go watch it; it's good. Um, I just want to quickly mention, I finished watching Attack on Titan season four, part one. I I oh my it. god! I can't. I the fucking year and a half wait is going to be so annoying. You literally ended it. On like uh, like a basically face off, and I would just have to wait like a year and a half for it. But I cannot wait because some of the stuff that I've had spoiled from the manga, I cannot wait to fucking just see that animated. Yeah, I mean, it might be that they do like what they do with the Colossal of Time when they do CG bits, but obviously, I'm pretty sure they've got really good with their CG now. Yeah, no, because if you look at um. A lot of people are, like hating on Mappa, and I, I think they've done a better job. Like, their their character animation with like the faces and stuff is so much better than the original seasons. The best and... in that show, though, still is like the second episode where it's like I'm gonna save the world, and then the colossal titan just appears behind him. <laughs> it's so stupid. I, I think well, season one, the Titans looked brilliant in that. And then it was when, like, season two came about. The colossal in that is really dodgy. Yeah, it's, like, that's old CG. Like, you can tell it is. When well, I say I old, think... it's not as yeah, advanced. Because CG oh. in, like, anime is, like, a really odd thing, honestly. Yeah. I think Eren's time looks a lot nicer now, because in the original seasons, he kind of looked really derpy. And now he looks more devilish, and I really like it. I still find it funny when the Warhammer's like the Warhammer's first transformation, and everyone's like, "Oh, I can't wait to see this." Aaron just fucking punches him midway through. It's so dumb. Like I still, the Warhammer still just confuses me. Like, I mean, I it's like... meant to be ridiculously strong because it can make anything. But it's not even that, it's the fact that... Like, like, oh, the Tiber family have had this for years, it's really important. And then it's just stolen in, like, an episode. And also, like, I was like, when they revealed who it was, I was like, who the fuck is this person? It's just the maid. It's just, it's just his sister or something. I'm like, why is this? And then I didn't love how she, she literally just gets nutcrackered. Yeah, it's kind of retarded. Honestly, I think the best part of season four is like the character development of like everyone who isn't the original main cast. Oh yeah, except like, for uh, Gabby. Gabby deserves just to be curb stomped. I mean, Gabby's argument with bloody uh, what's it called, sister, is like good. That that's pretty pog. Oh, the stuff in the um. The dining room scene, I don't know if you've got up to it yet, between Gabby and uh, Niccolo is so good. I don't know. I- I've got to the part where they arrive at fucking... Is it Sasha's house? I think it's Sasha who I Yeah, well, it's- they go for like a family uh, dinner with like Sasha's family. And uh, then... Have you met Niccolo yet? Uh, I don't know. Is he the chef guy? Yeah, he's basically the love interest of Sasha, and then when he finds out that Gabby killed her, he literally just goes full on berserk. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, it's 
Spoilers for IoT season one. Yeah, um, so yeah, I, I've been a bit disappointed by season four. I sort of think it lagged a bit in the middle, but now it's picking up and I just want to get to part two. Part two is always going to be better than part one. I mean, more stuff will happen in it. Yeah, I found that with season three, part one, I was just like, uh... I can't remember which part season three part, part one of season three is the bit where it's the whole usurping the royal family. Oh yeah, and it was yeah, like I... there was there was barely any titans, and it was like it was like the humans fighting the humans. I think the best part about that thing is just the bloody like Zachary's change of character. <laughs> Goes from being like, oh yeah, he'll do anything that will protect humanity to just being a moron. Yeah, oh you haven't seen the bit we're having with Zachary in season four? It's quite funny. Something again. Yeah, he just gets fucking blown out of a window. Yeah, I, I've seen, I've got up to that. Yeah. I am... Um, obviously, season three, part one, did have the turkey tie-in. Yeah. See, it's, it's more like, obviously, the turkey titan in the um, manga. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it genuinely looks like a turkey. I love my little uh, soundboard. Nani? Um, like a slide to go with this, it would just be a picture of the turkey titan with that sound effect going over it. <laughs> bruh. You don't use a bruh. I literally, that's all I've got. Oh. I've got this though. I have a thing where I make models of. I mean, when I was in like, where Mayor of London, we build a beautiful. I make buses. <laughs> I make buses. Imagine if they Bro. added buses into Attack on Titan. Yeah, there we go, the bus Titan. Just Boris. Buses into Forza. I want to be able to drift a bus. <laughs> Could you imagine like a full Rocket League game mode where it's just like massive bus buses? <laughs> Rocket League, but it's just giant trucks. Oh, imagine Rocket Leagues, but with planes. For real, that would be terrible. No, you don't fly them, you just drive them. You can't reverse. That would be absolutely awful. Oh, that was like you playing the other day, and you just fucking just didn't have the reverse. <laughs> just couldn't oh, yeah. reverse or I brake, because... Brake settle. So, whenever I had to, like, start going the other way, I would have to handbrake, and if the ball was about to stop in front of me, all I could do would be backflip. That was so funny because we started it and then Joe shows up an hour late. He's, yeah. he's useless. He's useless. Bro, this is the episode where we just rip into Joe for being late. <laughs> well, this is going to be Joe when he listens to this episode. <laughs> they ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine. But you just can't get into it because they would never understand. F for Joe. F for Joe. Shall we, um... I think we've done quite well here. Yeah. We are quite good at this, aren't we? Uh, when it's all about, like, when we have a topic that we actually know, we can remember a lot about it, yeah. It was <laughs> mental. It's probably, it's probably the longest conversation we've ever had on one single topic. Do you imagine yeah. if Joe is here, he would just be like, I have no idea what you guys are on about. Right, I feel like we should do, like, an episode about something, like, incredibly specific that we all know. God, what is a like, specific thing that we all know? I, I had an idea. We mail. <laughs> I had an idea of um of an episode we could do where um we were each gonna bring like our five favorite albums and discuss them and sort of rank them in a tier list sort of thing. Ah, uh, it's the problem there. I don't know my five favorite albums. I only know like two. <laughs> Yeah, man, no, I just, just... Like. Could you might just get to a point where it's like this one, yeah. Then you guys heard of it. Nah, okay, we're gonna put it in the top one then. <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll do, we'll rank every episode of Doctor Whoever. I could do that. I've never watched it. Exactly. I've watched, so like, you... I've watched, like, two episodes. Which episodes have you watched? Um 
I've watched the ones with the aliens in the people's attic, the silence. Oh, uh, from the start of season six? I think. Yeah, the one where it's got uh, Nixon in it. Uh, maybe. That, that's just... Julian like, has James in it. Oh, that's, um... That's season five. That's the lodger. Where, like, he just goes and lives in the house for a week. Yeah, because they have aliens in their attic. I'm pretty sure. Well, the attic isn't really real. It's a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, um... what an episode. Oh, God. I've watched one with the Weeping Angels when they're in the, like, castle, I think. Oh, you've seen Blink? You've seen Blink? Maybe. It's the one where the Doctor's hardly in it. Um, I'm not sure. Well, just watch it again, because that's my favourite episode of all time. It's so good. Uh, I'm sure I've watched one with the Titanic 2. Oh yeah, that's um, that's one of the most like watched episodes of anything ever. It got like thirteen million people watching it at the same time. Wow. Uh, because it was it's a two thousand and seven Christmas special. Oh. And then it only got beaten by the one the year after, um, because they fucking clickbaited everyone by calling the episode the next Doctor. So everyone was like, oh, we're going to find out who the next Doctor is, and you just don't. Uh, it's quite genius marketing, because everyone knew that David was leaving, and they're like, oh, this must be his last episode, so everyone just watched it. <laughs> but I, oh. I love I love the um, the opener for season six, because in like the first ten minutes, they just kill the Doctor. <laughs> Maybe. They, they literally give him a funeral, and then they, like, turn the corner, and there he is, and they're like, hold on a minute, you're dead, and he's like, they, they feel like, oh, he's dead, and like, oh, no, the one that died is, like, an older version of him, and then, like, the whole season is just them trying to figure out how he dies. Bruh. Oh, I love season six. I know a lot of people hate it because it's a bit dumb in some places, but season six is great. Fight me. Fight me, Finn. I, I think I watched the first one, the Cybermen were in. Because it, it oh. was the, the bald guy, wasn't it? The one when they go to the parallel world? I don't know. I remember an episode being set in that, like, power station that everyone knows in London. I think. There's a lot but of them. Again, I remember this from, like, eight years ago when I watched, like, an odd episode. Well, most of them are set well, most of them, it's all filmed in Cardiff, mostly. Or in a quarry. Yeah, you just go to a quarry and call it Mars. It's the power station that was on um, the like Pink Floyd album cover, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that might be... That might be the Cyberman one. I can't remember. There's a big power station in that one. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. You'd have, uh, the only way I can tell is if... Did, did it have David in it? I don't know. I can't remember. But that, that, that really, that, that is... Yeah. I'll have, I'll, have to get, I'll have to get you to watch it. I'll mm. force you. I'll sit you down and force you to watch it. <laughs> I'll force you to watch uh, fucking the episode of Love and Monsters, most known as everyone's least favourite episode. Is that from the new ones? Yeah. No, this is, this is, this is from, like, uh, 2006. Oh, why does everyone hate it? Because <laughs> it's just fucking dumb. Should I show you? Okay, this is the fucking main villain in it. Where the fuck is he on it? Oh, I watched the one with the Ood as well. I remember that. Because the Ood Oh, weird. the Ood. Which, which Ood one? The one on the snow planet? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great episode. Um, here you go. Here is... Here is the villain of the episode of Love and Monsters. Look how fucking oh, dumb it is. It's that one. Okay. It's that one. Where there's literally a joke at the end where this guy's girlfriend gets turned into a pavement slab and he insinuates that he has um, blowjobs with it because her face is like attached to it. Oh. It's just her That's... head on a pavement slab and it's very weird. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I want to do the one where I do the tier list and then 
I've got some other stuff planned that we can do. I've got some I've got some really interesting things I want to do, but I don't know if I'm going to do them or not. Depends if I've got time. Maybe after um, I finish uni. Because I've come up with some YouTube video ideas I want to do, but they're going to take a while to get sorted. Uh, so yeah, look forward to that. Are we streaming tomorrow? Um, We can do, yes. Shall we do well, one first ever stream? A what? Our first ever War Thunder stream? Yeah, we can do. Hog. It has right, been then. a long time since I played that game. Yeah. So joining here will probably be very good for me. I think in slight more on when I play that game. Oh yeah, we're terrible at every game we play. Oh, I'm not bad. I'm just an idiot with how I play because I'll play bombers and go and fight people. <laughs> because I think it's funny that half the time I can win turn fights in bombers against fighters. It's just oh, I, I don't just guns to shoot back. With. I just keep end up jamming my gun because I just spam shoot. Yeah, it's like short three second bursts is what you meant to do, unless you have yeah. a ball, in which case you go. All my all my best one was is where I just slightly tapped someone's wing and their fucking plane just exploded. <laughs> Back in the day, it used to be worse. So like any slight tap would snap the plane in half. So if you were in a plane with like pontoons, you could hit people with the pontoons and you'd be fine, but then die. Oh, what a dumb it's game! It's like the ultimate way of playing the game. I never pulled it off, although I have pulled off a ram kill in the Arado, which was a dream. Where my old Steam name comes from, and it, it was magical. Yeah. Now I think we should probably end because it's nearly. I want to go cook some noodles. Ah. Uh, and we've been going. For, we've been going for an hour. We've done well here. We've done well here. Yeah. One final. Me. Um. One final applause. Really good at this. We're excellent. <laughs> We're the best in the world. And on that bombshell. Uh, yeah. Uh, we stream sometimes. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter at Rogan School Ramble. Um, we occasionally post. Occasionally, yeah. Um, follow the TikTok Ramble Road. Follow the. Um, which at ramble underscore road don't subscribe to the youtube channel haven't uploaded in months because nobody watches them <laughs> so oh well people occasionally turn up for the twitch which is fun yeah i might just try and turn the um yeah i might just try and turn the youtube into like a pure highlights thing because nobody watches like the whole episodes yeah well we, we, we shall see just every episode call it Rocket League with the boys part I don't know because that's what all the Twitch streams are called we fucking <laughs> got raided we got raided like we four people yeah shout out to them guys Those shout out cool. to them guys and yeah we'll they, see they you raided when we were just like practicing but... <laughs> yeah right let's go au revoir au revoir